Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation. And check out recent shows where we learned about scientific efforts to revive the woolly mammoth, the latest in military drone technology, and the mysterious Shroud of Turin. And you can listen to those programs and many more amazing Coast shows by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Let's go to the phones. You ready? I am ready. It's Thomas in Kent, Ohio to get us started. Hey, Thomas, go ahead, sir. Hey, George, how's it going? It's going great, thanks. All right, pleasure to talk to you. I kind of want to take a little bit of a coast-to-coast twist here. All right. Now, in the Book of Revelation, uh, John kind of has this vision of, going into the future and seeing people only being able to buy goods uh, through a mark on their hand or on their forehead. And I kind of wonder, I know we're very close to this technology with the RFID chips, and I'm kind of wondering how that would kind of tie into the to the mark of the beast, and I kind of wanted to get her thoughts on that. All right, Liz, go ahead. Okay, well, that's a really interesting question, Thomas. And, you know, for a lot of years, I always caution people, don't call it the mark of the beast, because... Well, first of all, that's, we don't know what the mark of the beast would be, and there's a lot of controversy about whether there is, is even such a thing. But let's say there is such a thing, and that this is something that's literal, that there is this mark. An RFID tag is lumpy and bumpy, and in the book it talks about having a mark in your hand or your forehead. Now, the hand, I could possibly see a lumpy chip in the hand. It's not so horrible, but a lumpy chip in your forehead? <laughs> how many people are going to go for that, really, right? Not a lot. Not a lot. So I, I think that I, so for that reason alone, for a long time I said, look, don't even think about it, right? But then along comes this variation of RFID, which is the tattoo. There's a tattoo made by a company called Somark, and it was originally de- designed to tattoo cattle so you could uh, identify your cattle from a distance using a reader device. And it works just like an RFID tag. It's like this magnetic ink, and from a distance, it will reflect back if you power it up, you power up the sink with this, this external reader device, it would reflect back this unique number that's embedded in this tattoo. And so, wow, that, you know, I, I imagine someone would probably go for a tattoo. A lot of people go for tattoos, especially if the tattoo were invisible. I mean, there are ways to make this ink so it can't be seen with the naked eye. So it wouldn't you know, mess up your, your forehead or mess up your hand, and it would be flat. There wouldn't be anything lumpy or bumpy about it. So if I were tying it into RFID, I would say, you know, the closest thing that I've seen so far to what the Book of Revelation talks about is the Somark uh, RFID tattoo. Liz, if I didn't get a Social Security number, I wouldn't be working. And not anybody would be working right now without Social Security numbers. So... Would they force us like that? Because if we didn't want to get a Social Security number, we don't have to get it, but you're not going to work. So what if they say, eventually, if you don't get an RFID chip or something like this, you're not going to be able to function? And that's very possible. I could see something like a major attack, let's say a dirty bomb in a major city, for example. And then panic arises, and, you know, our economic systems are crushed, you know, temporarily from, from everything that happens. And it's, it's so destructive, and people are angry, and they're saying, we need to do something. We need to do something, right? 
so then what happens, the government might say, well, you know, we need to be able to figure out who the good guys and who the bad guys are, right? And people can forge documents, right? Uh, they can create uh, fake driver's licenses and so on. Oh, so sure. we need to go further. We need to go further. We need something that's more of a permanent mark where we can definitely, it's something that won't get lost, you know, that's not easy to take out, take, you know, steal or whatever. And I could see them saying, look, here's the solution. Here it is. Um, so I, I don't think it would take a whole lot. I mean, it's scary. We're, we're just maybe one terror incident away from calls for something like that. Well, in, in those kinds of cases, people generally will say, do what you can to save us. And they will follow and do just about anything. I mean, look what happened after 9-11, passing the uh, Patriot Act and all that other stuff that infringed on our rights. People were willing to give up things under the guise of security and safety. Right. Absolutely. And they, and they want the government to protect them. And the government, they, they'll, they'll, they'll let the government maybe mark them and, and keep their information in a database. But, you know, what's really remarkable, and, and Catherine and I put this in our, our book, Spy Chip, the most deadly force on the planet is not terrorists, it's not wars, it's actually governments. Governments kill more people than any wars at all, than any terrorists. And so, you know, we have to be very careful about the power that we give to our elected officials, that we give to our government, because that same government could turn, uh, turn against us um, at some point if the wrong person, you know, gets the keys to the kingdom or, say, we're invaded by somebody who accesses information. I mean, we have threats all the time from foreign governments accessing our databases, right? I mean, it doesn't even have to be an invasion where people actually come over and, and physically come here. It could be an electronic invasion of some kind. Well, what happens if our power grid goes out? And so they right. create these special camps for people for safety purposes and they say the only way you can get in is with a chip so we can get you to read through the scanner really fast. That's right. And, you know, there's precedent for this, George. This is not just nonsense. I interviewed somebody when I was, when I was writing the book uh, back some time ago. If you recall, there were refugees called the boat people who came over back, I, think, I believe that was in the 90s. And they, they suffered greatly. They, they came over in, in rubber tubes and so on and so forth, and they... They ended up um, in Guantanamo Bay, many of them, right? Uh, and they, they were looking for refuge in the United States. And these people came, and guess who was there to try their new technology? Well, it was a company with RFID tags. They said, hey, we need to process all these people. We need to keep track of them. We don't know who these people are. And at this time, they weren't injecting the tags into them, but they forced them to wear RFID, wrist, uh, RFID wristbands to, to track them wherever they were. And, and so, you know, we have this precedent, and we have companies that are all too willing. In fact, I'm sure that company in Wisconsin, <laughs> we've been talking about Three Square Market, they are so ready to be there to do any of these things. They are, they are ready to, to, they're chipping, believe it, they're chipping teachers with hopefully external wristbands. I guess it's optional for teachers. They could probably get these chips embedded. They're tracking teachers and students, and they, they're tracking prisoners, and they're tracking their workers. The next step Wow, it would be heaven for them. Wow, look, we can track all the people in the United States. We've got this great opportunity, right? 
So, you know, people are looking for money and people are looking for opportunity, and this would be a great opportunity for somebody to come in and, and, and chip the public either with, with physical, you know, chips under the skin or, or some kind of, um, you know, tattoo. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.